Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro podcast, the sports education podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. I'm your host, Tola Uglewe, and this is episode 916, Learn to Deal with Fame, Create Your Own Image, and You Can Come Back and Win. Athlete, she redefined the sport of gymnastics, a winner of four gold and two silver medals at the Olympic Games. She was an inaugural inductee to the International Gymnastics Hall of Fame. Today on the show, the iconic Olga Korbut. You know you are a legend in your sports when the authorities ban your moves for being too dangerous. That's how good Olga Corbett was. She started training as an eight-year-old and by nine, she was in a sports school. Her first coach, Elena Vocheskaya, an Olympic medalist from 1964. What a way to start a journey. At a very young age, she started learning difficult moves in gymnastics. You see, prior to Corbett, Gymnastics was more about ballet and elegance, you know, so it was uh, more about style, if you could call it that. But when Corbett came onto the scene, she introduced acrobatics to the sport. In 1969, she performed the first backward release, right? First backward release move ever performed by a woman on the bars. So, you know, you have this on even bars if you know anything about gymnastics. She was the first woman to do a backward release on it. Her moves were named the Corbett Salto and the Corbett Flip. At the USSR Championships in 1969, she finished fifth. She was 14 years old, just 14 years old. Can you imagine that? And she finished fifth. In 1970, she won the gold medal in the vault at the same tournament. Her greatness was defined when, for much of 1971 and 1972, she couldn't compete due to illness. However, at the 1972 Olympic Games, she won three gold medals in the balance beam, floor exercises, and team competition. In the uneven bars, she won silver in controversial circumstances. At the 1976 Games, four years later, we saw the coming together of a legend and a future legend. When Corbett competed, against Nadia Comaneci, who at the time was a Romanian prodigy. Of course, Comaneci would go on uh, to be a standout performer at the Olympics and one of its most decorated champions. Corbett did not perform to her levels, but still won a team gold medal and an individual silver for the balance beam. At the age of 22, in 1977, she retired from the sport. In 1988, she became the first gymnast to be inducted into the International Gymnastics Hall of Fame. The Corbett flip has been made illegal in the Olympic code of points due to how dangerous it is. She ushered in the new generations of gymnasts that we now see today. Today, she's your mentor, guys, and there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Olga Corbett. And the first lesson, guys, is learn to deal with fame. Learn to deal with fame. Now, of course, we know that in sports, right? Hindsight is 2020. Nobody, nobody's disputing that. Nobody is saying anything against that because we all know that this is how it works. 
and of course when you're talking about young athletes like really young athletes right you know it's um very difficult for you to make guesses on how things may have gone or how things went for a particular athlete or how it didn't go for a particular athlete but you see the whole point of all of this is as many lessons as you can take from these athletes as many lessons as you can pick as you can get you know that that would help you in any way whatsoever because you do not want a situation one of the things you want to avoid as an athlete is you do not want a situation whereby you wish you knew certain information right you wish you knew certain information of course COVID competed right in the 70s so we can't say that uh there was that much information available then or uh, this was what athletes could do no no no, we can't say that and that is understandable and that is perfect nobody you know is, is going against that but when you look at her career and we're looking at the things that we can learn from her then you literally put everything on the table and this first lesson you know kind of like epitomizes that point in the sense that learn to deal with fame this was someone who burst onto the scene at the age of 14 years old and of course she she absolutely became a darling of the sport she became a darling of the sport everybody loved her literally everybody loved her and because of that because of the attention that she got right 1972 olympic games absolutely dominates like takes the competition by storm she was performing moves right that that people um, what do you call it that they'd never seen before even up until now she argues that a lot of the moves that are being attributed to some of these other gymnasts she was the first person to do it right so absolutely dominated at the 1972 olympic games now what then happened or what then came about was the 1976 olympic games from the 1972 games to the 1976 games she was absolutely touring right anybody who wanted to meet her any place where um they needed like some attention and things like that olga was your girl like she was the person that was going to go to do that and of course when she got to the 1976 games because you see then it is of recent that gymnasts begin to retire early i mean yes gymnastics you have to start really early right but it is of recent um that gymnasts started retiring early right 24 25 you're done you know but back then because gymnastics was not focused um specifically on the acrobatics because it was more ballet and elegance athletes competed till they were 37 in their 30s right athletes competed that far so it's recently that you know you then before you do a little bit you know you are done and dusted you're you going on to do other things so for Cobalt at the 1976 olympic games she was 22 years old and it was supposed to be like uh, what would you call it now a duel because at that same olympic games you had nadia komenechi who of course we have looked at previously on the podcast and nadia was was a prodigy at the time she hadn't really arrived i think that was the olympics that she scored the perfect 10 as well but she hadn't arrived then so everyone thought that it would be an interesting matchup right between olga Kobot and nadia komenechi but it wasn't that at all right Cobot literally did not perform to the best of her abilities or the way that she would have wanted to perform and when she was questioned and when she was asked that why did you struggle what was the reason for the difficulty that you endured right at the 1976 olympic games she was pretty honest right and she came out and she said i did not i did not prepare for that tournament 
she literally came out and said it. I didn't prepare for the tournament. I wasn't prepared. So naturally, the next question was, why weren't you prepared? And the reason she wasn't prepared was all these things I mentioned. Capitalizing on the fame that she had enjoyed from the 1972 games, you know, going on tours, uh, doing media retreats, media appearances, and, and all of those things. And that's why this is the first lesson that you should learn from her. But I am not being too harsh on her, which is why, like I said, you know, she was really young. Hindsight is always 2020. But on the podcast, we are looking at lessons that you can learn, right? So it's not like we are criticizing her or we are being too harsh on her, but we're looking at her career and we're like, okay, what can we learn? What can we pick out? And this is one of the things that you pick out. Guys, you have to learn to deal with fame because the chances that you would have a do-over the chances that you would have a second bite at the cherry, so to speak, if we can call it that, you know, are not guaranteed. So if you allow at whatever point it is that you um, stumble on fame or you get famous and all of that, if you allow yourself, right, get taken over by it, so to speak, then you just never can tell what will happen. Of course, um, Olga retired in 1977 at just the age of 23. So literally, she could have gone to two more Olympic Games if she wanted it. But obviously, the experiences from 76 and also because she had just finished school, you know, she just decided, look, let me just step away. I'll go do um, something else, go into coaching and things like that. The first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from her is learn to deal with fame. You see, you see athletes. Um, Freddie Adu is another example in football who he burst onto the scene when he was, what, 14, 15. He never... Um, lived up to the potential that he was supposed to have. He never lived up to that potential. And because it was partly or largely because that fame was, was too difficult for him to handle. It was too difficult for him to handle. And you see, it is at this point that you're supposed to be hearing advice like this. You're supposed to be listening to episodes like this when you're not famous. So you kind of prepare yourself for it. What happens when I hit the jackpot? What happens when I begin to do well in my sport? What happens when there's now attention on me because of my exploits in sports? You can call back on examples that you see from athletes like this, where, of course, you realize and you see clearly, right, that they did do this well, I can do something different. That's the first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Olga Corbett. Learn to deal with fame. The second lesson, guys, is create your own image. Create, guys your own image and you see when i read this story about her it, it kind of took me back to the boxers you know and especially the boxers that are from mexico puerto rico you know and um, some of these north american countries where there is an image right that is created or that has been created about how athletes from that country are supposed to behave how they're supposed to be what they're supposed to do there's an image that's already created right for those guys any athlete who is stepping in from that country starting to play the sport or whatever it is it is extremely difficult right for you to develop a different image that's why you see the mexicans you know they, they leave the blood in the ring they leave everything on the ring they are willing to die for their sport come to olga corbett right the ussr i mean they weren't they were very famous then but they were in the most likable of countries and partly it was because of the image that their athletes had. You know, they had this um, straight-faced, strong-willed image that all their athletes usually had. And it, it was largely because it was them against the world, so to speak, in the sense that 
we are here to compete we are here to defeat you by any means necessary we're not here to be your friends we're not here to laugh we are not here no 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 none of that right we are here to take your heads off if necessary and in comes Olga Kovacs right and as she was doing a drill when she would land when she would do all of that she had this beaming smile on her face and it was so difficult right for everyone well not difficult right but it was different yeah that's the word different for everyone to see why because you weren't used to seeing this from athletes from the Soviet Union you weren't used to seeing this and it kind of made her more lovable it made people um, um, drift towards her it attracted the fame that I talked about in the first lesson that's part of what attracted it because everyone was like wow so athletes from the USSR can be this nice they can have smiles on their faces they can be good to people right because it was thought that look everyone is stone-faced ready to go to battle and all of that but all of that changed with Olga Kobo so she didn't say right that because this is how it's always been done because this is the image the athletes from my country have because this is how they approach their sports then this is what I'm going to do no absolutely they haven't done that at all what they have done right is probably because that's how things have always been done then they wanted to continue it but she did not have that or she did not think in that way and of course it garnered love for her so how is it that the athletes in your sports from your country from your locality how is it that they've always behaved you can create your own image do you want to be the person who is friendly do you want to be the person who always smiles you want to be the person who, um, whatever it is that you want, right? The image that you want, you can create it. You don't have to work with what has always been done. You don't have to work with what other people have always believed the image of an athlete that looks like you from your country or whatever it is. No, 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 absolutely not. You can create your own image. That's the second lesson. That I want you to learn from Olga Kobo. And the final one, guys, is that you can come back and win. You can come back and win. Now, you hear all the stories about Olga Kobo, what um, she did, what she has been able to do, all the things that she achieved. But you see, all of those would never have been, would never have happened, right? If she did not have the ability to bounce back from her mistakes and to come back. So at the 1972 games, right, right she won three gold medals and she won i think it was a silver medal or so now the defeat in the silver the 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 um the event where she won the silver medal she made several mistakes on the uneven bars that you know she ordinarily would have won gold but that was the reason why she won silver in that event and that was prior to her performing in the other events right so imagine how devastated she was she, she was she was even crying and that was another thing again back to the second lesson about creating your own image that's another thing that surprised a lot of people because they hadn't really seen that before from a soviet athlete crying bawling her eyes out because she had made a mistake while she was performing but what she was able to do was that she was able to get her acts together she was able to get her acts together get herself together to perform in the other events where she now won the gold medal guys you can always come back and win whatever mistake it is that you've made in your sports in a tournament and, and you see this with, with, with a lot of athletes where one mistake it literally ruins the entire tournament 
one mistake ruins the entire tournament for them right where maybe it's their first race or their first match and things did go well everything just cascades and it's a disaster literally the rest of the way so what artists are that usually pray for is that they start out well they start out on a positive note because they know that if i don't start out on a positive note ah, oh, it's going to be extremely difficult for the rest of the tournament you know that i have other events or other disciplines that i want to compete in so the lesson i want you to learn from Olga Corbett, guys is that you can come back and win you can make a mistake in a tournament you can come back and win you can make a mistake in an event you can come back and win you see it's all in your approach it's all in what you believe it's all in what you allow fester and of course on previous episodes of the podcast we've talked about how to recover from mistakes as an athlete how as an athlete you can recover from mistakes absolutely key because that is the difference maker between one mistake jeopardizing your entire tournament or you making the most of the opportunities that you have you can guys come back and win just like olga Corpo did came back from mistake to win three gold medals at the olympic games three lessons guys that i want you to learn from olga Corbett. learn to deal with fame create your own image and you can come back and win you can come back and win athlete marshall guys episode 916 head over to the website check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there all of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals athlete maestro.com if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review what are you waiting for what your rating and review does is that it will help other athletes find the podcast know that it's a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports and of course a plus side is that it will be a way of paying us back because podcast is absolutely free athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from olga corbett i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day